Hey y'all, it's your girl Keith of Kentucky and you're tuned into the end of the year recap episode of So There's That. The podcast is episode 16, y'all. And I just want to say Happy New Year's Eve. Um, I know this is a real funky day for me to release the episode, but I'm doing it uh, because I'm practicing consistency. <laughs> um, I just want to say Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. Christmas nigga like all them holidays happy one to you I hope you did I hope you got everything you wanted if you didn't tax season is right around the corner so don't you fret just wait a few more months and wait for that check to deposit okay just make sure you file in time we got time to get the things that we want to get uh you just gotta wait right uh so if you didn't get all the things you wanted for Christmas just wait uh so like I'm I took leave or I took vacation to uh, to Texas. So I've been hanging out with family. Um, I got to have Christmas. And the day after Christmas, like everybody in my family got sick. We had some stomach bug. So I'm just now coming back to life after a few days of just being out for the count. I thought I was hungover. I thought your girl couldn't drink no more. We had a really great time as a family. We had a karaoke night. It was just good just being around all that love um, around Christmas time, eating all that great food. I'm going on a diet at the beginning of the year. I'm like really stressed out about this because of the lack of sugar in that diet. And I don't know how I'm really going to do this. <laughs> but I have a few pounds that I want to lose and I need to get in shape. I need to get in real good shape because my first physical event um, requires me to run like three miles and certain amount of crunches and doing pull ups. So I got to drop this weight. So I've been indulging heavily over the Christmas holidays, but like everybody else, I'm going to be the new person at the gym. <laughs> I don't want to see nobody side eyeing or looking me up and down because you ain't never seen me in there before. Like chill out. Like you got to allow new people to come in here and experience this healthy lifestyle, this cardio lifestyle, these, this, you know, lifting lifestyle. Like it, you can't just have it to yourself. So Anyways, you gym rats, you you motherfuckers that want to go in there and judge people that come in at the beginning of the year, simmer down, okay? Because I'm coming in there and I don't want no shit. Anyways, 2018, I, I had um, what I would say <laughs> is a horrible start to my year, not to get into any details, but just literally I had some personal things happen as we entered 2018. I didn't have a clue um what the year would end up being like but like look at us we alive we still striving I started my podcast um I I gave the strength to carry on I made some moves I sat in a new position a new billet uh at my job I had another baby I feel like it was way better than I could have pictured when I was ringing in the new year last year so I'm, I'm thankful for that for me, the way I entered the year, I ended up finding that I was pregnant. And I'll do an episode about pregnancy loss here shortly. Um, but that's what I was kind of dealing with. So when I tell people I didn't know I was pregnant, it's because I didn't know if I was going to lose pregnant pregnancy or not. Um, but when I found out I was pregnant, I was already um, in my second trimester, which if you know any statistics about pregnancy or pregnancy loss, you know that your chances of miscarrying go down heavily once you enter your second trimester. So... I was pregnant, pregnant, okay, and it was nuts, and it was crazy, and I wasn't expecting to have a third child, especially so quickly after I just had my middle child, um, now that's, he's about to be two next month, 
Um, but you know, I'm grateful for all the obstacles I faced this year. Um, I feel like I was challenged and it, it grew me to take a hard look at myself. And now I'm like ready to embrace further changes and growth. And I'm ready for abundance and blessings and wealth. I'm ready to work. Um, 2018 was my awakening for sure. 2019 is the work. It's the work. I have so many goals in place and things that I need to get done this year. I need to get my degree. Like I've been sitting on this shit since, God damn it, since 2016 when I graduated high school. <laughs> 2016, 2006 when I graduated high school and I went to WKU and sucked at that. And then I joined the Marine Corps and this went back and forth between school and I should have like a, a doctorates at this point I feel but everybody's got their own pace and I feel like my pace needs to come to a fucking end in 2019 I need my degree I need my bachelor's I'm gonna get that bachelor's I need to be done with it I'm gonna get my um breast reduction I'm done having kids okay <laughs> she's locked up she's clink clink locked down I don't want nothing to do with that anymore that process is over it was beautiful but I need my tits to go down to <laughs> at least a C I'm done. So I just have a few little things on my to-do list for 2019. Being consistent with this, this podcast is my baby, one of my other babies. And, uh, and, and I just plan on, th- those are a little bit of my things. I'm, I'm ready for the work. It's a lot of work. Um, I have a lot of checklists and things that I want to accomplish. And I, I'm not going to make any excuses anymore. I, I, I've talked about my friend Jamitra doing daily affirmations and things like that. And uh, she's inspired me great, great. And I, I think that's one of the things I want to work on. I spoke to her a little bit about she wakes up early in the morning before her kids wake up. She has three kids too. And um, she writes her affirmations down. She just has time to herself to reflect on the day and the things that she wants to do. And I said, you know, I could do that, but I'd be lying to y'all if I said that I was a morning bird. Like I was one of those people that like to get up early in the morning. I'm just not that nigga, <laughs> but I'm going to attempt at least to see if I could get up in the morning, do that, get a little run in and then write some things down that I want to accomplish and some declarations for myself for the day, for the week. So I'm going to try to do that. That's another thing. It's a good habit that I want to take into 2019. Uh, and another thing that I really want to do is I just want to be real with myself and take accountability for my life in general and not put blame or make excuses, you know? So there's that on that. Um, I'm just looking forward to whatever 2019 has to bring because I'm about to work the fuck out of it. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know why I feel such a jolt of energy when it comes to um, 2019. And it's just another year and it's just another day. Tomorrow's another day. But uh, I feel like it is a uh, every day is a new sheet of paper that I get to write on. And uh, I feel like 2019 is going to be um, the chapter that I could really say 31. <laughs> I feel like my I'm 30 now and I feel like 31 is like 31 W-O-N yes I'm claiming it right here right now and uh, again I just want to thank everybody for writing on for for pumping me up amping me up supporting me and letting me know uh, what I can do right and wrong with the podcast and everything any kind of criticism that I've gotten thus far believe me I put it in my back pocket I'm writing it down I'm 
trying to do better as far as what time allows me to do as far as what you guys are telling me so I, I appreciate that so so there's that okay y'all so before we get into uh the show i just want to remind y'all real quick that you can send less listener letters and your ads for your business again um i'm doing ads i am doing free ads so if you have a business or a etsy shop or a shopify something t-shirt whatever right and you want to get it out to at least 200 people a week because that's about where i'm at on my listens then go ahead and send a little script over to your girl i want as as somebody whose long-term goal is this to be on a morning show on the radio uh, to be on any show on the radio it helps me it helps you and so i'm looking for that even if you don't think it's gonna work yet send me a damn script for you got down <laughs> business so that i could read it off on the show and promote you and help myself all right so um you could send that information to so there's that podcast at gmail.com and you can also head over to my facebook and like my page it is going to be keep the kentucky i am disputing with facebook right now because i'm trying to change the name i think i said this before i'm trying to change the name to so there's that podcast page because it will make more sense um instead of it being a personality page to be my podcast page and Facebook for some odd reason is hating on me <laughs> about that. So I'm trying to change that, but you can like keep the Kentucky page on Facebook or you can like, or you can like all of these. Okay. Um, follow my page on Instagram. So there's that pod on Instagram. All right. Thank you. All right, y'all. So, uh, 2018 has brought a little bit of everything to us. So this episode, I'm going to talk briefly in recap some of the biggest news stories of the year and I want to start off by talking about a few things that are current and popping over the holiday season so number one do y'all have y'all jersey dresses velour sweatsuits tall teeth baggy jeans okay do y'all have y'all's uh bandanas sitting quite up on the head tilted to the side just a little bit Joel Santana style do you do you guys are you guys prepared for B2K and the Millennial Tour. Um, tour dates have just been posted today, New Year's Eve. And I'm ready, okay? It's going to be amazing. It is going to be nostalgia. It's going to be everything. My little hill hilltop, if I can get it out. Hilltoe heart could, could just dream of, right? Um, B2K is going to be joined by fellow R&B and hip-hop mainstays of the decade. And those special guests are going to be Mario, Ying Gang Twins, Lloyd, Pretty Ricky, and Chingy. I just want, I need to stunt real quick. I'm ready. My pockets are prepared. My chicken head, my heel toe, they're being perfected right now. A nigga's finna go to work. I'm searching Amazon for baby fat bubble coats right now. I want some apple bottoms, okay? I didn't bought all the bougie bras I went to middle school with that got to go see the Scream Tour. I'm rich now, okay? I'm broke, but I'm rich now. I'm in front row with perfect view of Mario's nostrils and I am the bitch with the diamond encrusted butterfly clips in my twisties, okay? Lloyd sit for me and I'm going to shake it like a saw shaker all the way to the meet and greet. You heard me? I am selling Kool-Aid and hot Cheetos for your 
bum asses outside of VIP because I'm on the inside. I'm big pressed and I'm super excited. I just believe that they could have just went ahead and asked Bow Wow to come on board. Because as annoying as he is, it's only fair. Like, he's the king of 106 and Park. So I think it's only deserving that he should be a part of the Millennial Tour. But if you wasn't invited, did nobody come to see you, Otis? I can get down with B2K, um, the underrated Lloyd. Like I said, Lloyd is something special to me. I just think that we didn't appreciate Lloyd enough. Um, If you haven't checked out his album, uh, what was it? I think it was called True. Um, At least that's the single. I heard a few songs from that album, but that was a good album. Chingy, Chingy's Jackpot album, and um, what was the sophomore effort of his? It was pretty decent. Um, I just think that that's a great lineup. <laughs> I think that you can't get any better than that lineup. All of them, at least, I didn't really, oh Lord, don't ask me to name anything outside of Shake it like a salt shaker and whistle while you twerk from Yin Yang Twins. I couldn't tell you nothing. But I can tell you that at least B2K, Mario, Lloyd, Pretty Ricky, and Cheeky all had at least one solid album. Okay? And so I am prepared to give them my coins uh, and get my life with the group of girls that I'm going with. I haven't picked them yet. They haven't picked me yet. But we going. (laughs) And we're just going to dance our little hearts out. I'm going to get my nail, my nails together. But more importantly, I'm going to get my knees together. I, I don't know if anybody uh, that's listening to me is friends with me on Facebook. I've made a joke plenty of times that I have generic knees. I have, um, I, I have generic knees. I don't know how to put it. Like, you know how some people, y'all ever see Yes, I'm Pretty V on Instagram. How she does that. Follow me. No, don't follow me. And then she start bouncing on her knees. The bitch got Nike knees, okay? She has name brand knees. My knees are generic, okay? I can't do all that no more. They, I, I bend down to get something out of the bottom of the sink or something like that, and it's, it takes me a little minute to get back up on my feet, all right? I just, I feel like 30 is really tried me. <laughs> I feel like I have a slight pain right in the middle of my knee, so I don't know how many drop tops I can perform at the, or, uh, you know, I, I don't know how many I can do. I'm going to do my best, but I'm going to have the Bengay on lockdown. Okay, so moving past that, are you guys excited? Please let me know in the comments of my IG. So there's that pod. Let me know. I think I talked about that a little bit on the page. So let me know. Are you excited for the B2K Millennial Tour? I am. Um, another thing that happened over the break is Joe Budden purpo- proposed to Sin Santana. I told you guys they are one of my favorite reality TV star couples. And I was really against them going on Love and Hip Hop New York. But it, like I said, I've said this before. It seems like this season is probably one of the most realistic slash I ain't here for the fuck shit type seasons that we have so far. So it's not really a bad thing uh, that they're on the show because it seems like a more mature casting situation that we've got for this season, at least. Um, But he did propose to her. She did say yes. And in true Sin Santana fashion, she let Instagram know and with her singing, dancing, lip sync performance. So I'm very happy for Sin Santana. On the other hand, we have (laughs) there's been gossip or rumors about Safari and Erica Mina being a couple and it was just confirmed that they are well 
If you follow them on any of their accounts, you knew that they were seeing each other or at least boning for the most part. Uh, well, they got engaged on Christmas Eve, so congratulations to them. And funny enough, funny enough, something about that relationship to me doesn't feel like inauthentic. Like it, it feels a little real to me. But um, so there's that uh, assumption. And I'm calling it. I, I'm pretty sure she's pregnant. <laughs> and, and it's not like you're getting some super duper exclusive here. Just look at a few of her last pictures. I feel like she could be bloated, but at the same time, she could be pregnant. And if I am correct, I just want to say my congratulations in advance. Congratulations, Erica Mena and Safari. I really, I've been wishing for Safari. He's a cornball, um, but I actually think that he, but he's a cancer. So he's a catch, y'all. He's a catch. Cancers are really for real about that family life. They just want to lock it down. It's just that Safari, you know, <laughs> he's got things that, you know, could put him on that whole stroll. And he, I think he's trying to lock it down for real in real life. And Erica Mena, I don't know. She's questionable. But I hope she doesn't do him wrong. I feel like he's a good guy at heart. He's a funny guy. He just wanted a family. And I think he's been searching for something like that. But at the same time, he's been, I don't know. He's been a whole, the VH1 specials. I, I don't, congrats guys. I, I do think that there's going to be a pregnancy in that announcement coming out soon. Another thing that happened over the break, um, Jordan Peele released a movie trailer for Us. It's another scary movie. A la Get Out. And uh, it looks, it looks like it's going to be crazy. Like it looks like. I'm about to be pulling my hair looking at that movie. Apparently, the little slight quote that I did get from this movie premiere is that um, apparently we are our worst enemies. Now, I'm hoping that that is just a, a, th a throw off to uh, white fans because they were so put off probably by they knew that Get Out was a good movie. But at the same time, they were like, you know. White folks was probably a little pressed about, you know, the depiction of white people in that movie. So I think Jordan Peele has to advertise this movie in a different way so that it's not looking like that everything he puts out is going to be race related. I don't like the whole statement of uh, we, are, we are our worst enemy. So I'm looking to find out what exactly he means by that because I'm going to definitely watch it. The trailer is crazy. I think I'll be posting that to the Instagram page as well. But I'm sure you've seen it. So what are your thoughts about the Us movie? Are you looking forward to it or or no? I'm pretty sure we are. We're looking forward to Jordan Peele. And I also heard that he's going to be redoing Candyman. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. That's the movie that's just always gotten me together as a child. Um, shout out to my sister who locked me in a closet long time ago, long time ago with the mirror and then went ahead to say uh, Candyman three times. All right. <laughs> you ain't going to catch me slipping on the podcast <laughs> so I can wake up dead tomorrow. And yes, I said wake up dead. Um, but that movie really creeped me out so um Candyman has so many different uh sequels to it and they all sucked so I'm looking forward to for Jordan Peele a black director writer producer to go in there and just give us the real Candyman that we deserve okay and scare my ass like I did the first time the first movie with Helen okay um what's another thing <sighs> y'all 
I I'm going to let y'all know right now. I wrote down some notes because I just want to be clear <laughs> that sometimes I be knowing about this government shutdown bullshit and sometimes I don't. So as of right now, since December 22nd, we're in a government shutdown. What is a government shutdown, you may ask? In United States politics, a government shutdown occurs when Congress fails to pass or the president fails to sign appropriations. All right. Trump. President Trump, <laughs> he had a meeting with Senator uh, uh, Senator um, Nancy Pelosi, right? I'm reading, so bear with me. Um, and Chuck Schumer, in which he asked them to support a $5 billion in funding for the border wall. Y'all know he's been talking about this wall. He promised y'all in the campaign, not me, to y'all in the campaign, that he was going to give y'all this wall. It's going to be this beautiful fucking wall to keep all the fucking immigrants, immigration, uh, immigrants. That's the word. Immigrants. <laughs> From coming over and, you know, just fucking up America as if, you know, I'm going to keep those thoughts short. Um, they said, we ain't giving y'all fucking money for the ball, uh, for the wall. And he said, I'm probably shut down the government for border security. I'll be the one to shut the government down. I'm not going to blame you for it. I will take it under my hands. I'll be the one to shut it down. That's what Trump said. Three days later, um, Politico reported that Trump was willing to sign a bill that delayed the government shutdown. Trump came back and said, nah, fuck no. I ain't going to do that, basically. And so here we are. We're in a government shutdown because um, they're not agreeing about this whole wall situation. Trump want money for the wall. They ain't trying to give him money for the wall. So right now, um, we're waiting for them to figure out their life. And uh, we have been in a shutdown mode since December 22nd. And it's expected to go well into the new year um, because ain't nobody trying to give this motherfucker money. Ain't nobody trying to give people money for the for the wall. Okay. Um, I don't know where I stand on this. Y'all know I got to stay neutral. When it comes, <laughs> when it comes to things of this nature, all I will say is I don't think that there's a wall that they could build that's tall enough to keep people from coming over it, or for there to be discrepancies um, that come with said wall. The wall will not solve our problems, especially when there's water that we still need to provide to Flint, Michigan, um, and multiple other different issues that. We could be putting money towards. Um, there's GoFundMe's. The motherfuckers really want this wall. Um, that they've gotten the money. I wonder where that's going to. But who knows? People just be giving up their money for no reason. Um, but we'll we'll move to see where where this situation is going to head. And, and we're rolling right into campaigning season uh, because we're about to either keep have what we have here still, or we're gonna move towards a new life. And I hear Elizabeth Warren is all these these ladies that we didn't ask for them to run for a president. (laughs) We didn't ask you, sweetheart. Like, so I hope that it doesn't end up that we have another four years of things that we could have (laughs) prevented. I'm trying. Y'all see me trying to like walk over my words. That's why I don't be talking about this stuff. But uh, Elizabeth girl, Hillary girl, mm, <laughs> we don't like really need jobs. We need 
We need somebody get Gilliam. Get him, matter of fact. It's okay. All right. We're going to talk about some of the moments of 2018 coming up next. Hey, y'all. Okay, so we're going to dive into some of the events that happened over 2018. Nothing in numeric order or anything like that. Just a few different things that I want to hit on. Some music moments. uh, A movie. I say a movie because only one really mattered to me this year. Trends, beefs, and then some impactful movements uh, that have happened over the course of 2018. Before I start off this portion of the segment, I kind of want to talk about or memorialize a few celebrities that we lost in 2018. Stan Lee, famed comic book writer, Marvel editor, publisher, was 95 years old when he passed away. Anthony Bourdain, celebrity chef and travel television personality, died at the age of 61. Craig Mack, okay, bad boy, rapper, 47 years old, passed away. Kate Spade, fashion designer, 55 years old. Nancy Wilson, huff, jazz vocalist, 81 years old, beautiful woman. Steven Hillenberg, creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, cartoonist, 57 years old. Kim Porter, model, actress, 47 years old. Burt Reynolds, actor, 82 years old. Mac Miller, rapper, 26 years old. Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, singer, 76 years old. Joe Jackson, father of the Jackson Five and everybody else, okay? Um, manager, crazy. I shouldn't say that in itself. Y'all know he was crazy. Shit. 89 years old. Vern Troyer, mini me, okay? Actor, 49 years old. Arlie Army, um, actor, Marine, 74 years old. Hurrah. And XXX Tentacion, I probably, I jacked up that name. I know I did, but rapper, 20 years old. Ugh, it was hard. Um, lost a, quite a few. It wasn't as, wasn't as crazy as 2016. I felt like we lost a lot of people in 2016 it was light for death this year thankfully for us um uh, but we did lose we lose we lost aretha franklin we lost um mac miller i felt really bad about that even though like i said before i I didn't listen to a lot of his music only until after he passed away um and just you know um shine a light on mental illness a lot of these deaths um some of them were old age some of them were, uh, it was like half an hour of, uh, old age and suicides. So, um, you know, take care of yourself, take care of others, take care of yourself medically, like go to the hospital, do your monthly checkups, your yearly annual checkups. Um, women, I know I didn't, I don't know if I mentioned this in a show before, but, um, one of the girls from America's Next Top Model, I used to be one of those people that binge watch seasons uh of America's Next Top Model. I'm trying to think of her name. Oh my god. Why can't I remember her my laptop right now? So just bear with me. Uh anyway, she was super young and she passed away from um breast cancer. And I was just talking to my mother in law um about, you know, getting checked for breast cancer because um women are getting diagnosed younger and younger with breast cancer. Um, so you need to be proactive in asking your doctor to check you, even if, you know, you feel like your bill of health is great. Um, do those little things. You never know because, uh, the girl that I'm referring to, let me, I'm, uh, uh, 
let me see. Oh, J.L. Strauss. And she had like uh, a lot going on. She died at the age of 34. I'm 30. Okay, so um, just check yourself out. Mentally, physically, just take care of yourselves, guys. It's kind of hard. I didn't I didn't want to end the show uh, with death. I want to end it on a light note. So I just wanted to get that knocked out of the way. Okay, so rest in peace to everybody who I mentioned just now and the ones that didn't mention um, rest in peace as well. Um, so some music moments of 2018. Um, I just want to say shout out to Beyonce for giving us the dance breakdown of the year where everybody met her. I took the time to learn that <laughs> myself. And for Beyonce to be doing all that shit and singing, uh, obviously salute as always. Salute to Beyonce. Always salute Beyonce anyways. But um, she just gave us the the show set of she she always gives us a show and so like I said I never understand why people hate on Beyonce um, because when she says she's going to perform it's never half-assed um, she's going to give you visuals she's going to give you dance she's going to give you vocals every time so I never understand why anybody gets pissed at Beyonce um not only did she have Baychella this year, she also went on the run with her husband again for the second time and released Everything Is Love, which was a dual, um, a duet album um, with her husband, which I know, like I said, y'all hate Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z. So it is what it is. I enjoyed that album. A lot of people thought it was a lot of hype around it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was thorough. Um, and uh, I liked, I love trap Beyonce I just do I love when Beyonce gets on the track and raps um she gives that little sing song that she always gives us but I enjoyed it they just wrapped up the tour I believe two months ago or something like that it was a good tour it was sold out people went to go see it even though it wasn't really any new music they released that album well into their tour so they were just performing um a more lemonade war 444 and older work and then they released the album and then people later on unfortunately got to see some some of their new stuff come out but um uh that was a good big tour of the year um another music moment it'll be cardi b obviously <laughs> i just i can't skip cardi b when referring to music moments of the year cardi b um, you know, she came into 2018 still off of the steam of Bodak Yellow. And so I think she released Bartier Cardi this time, 2016. It wasn't really popping like Bodak Yellow. So a lot of people was kind of on their pins and needles about that. I personally was pushing her to release that album just off the strength of Bodak Yellow. But Cardi B knew exactly what she was doing. And then there became rumors of her pregnancy, um, like February time frame. People were, you know, rumbling, shade room, TMZ, all that stuff. Started rumbling that she was pregnant. And uh, I was just like, I cannot, I don't know. And I will say that I was one of those people that was like, I can't believe <laughs> that we've gotten to this point where you get pregnant. Because I just didn't know if her mind was right. I absolutely believe that I know women get out there have a baby and still have continued success but from what cardi b gave me from my perception of her i didn't know much outside of love and hip-hop 
Instagram shoddy who strips. I didn't know much about her. And I'm glad over this year, I feel like I've learned a lot about Cardi B. Uh, furthermore, from her music, from Instagram, because she likes to do lives. She does a lot of lives and she lets a lot of her fans and lack thereof, like a lot of people who don't like Cardi B seem to be following her for some odd reason. But she lets a lot of us in on her personal journey and things and the way that she thinks and all that stuff. So I, I will say that I was a little disappointed to hear that she may be pregnant. But the fact that she kept powering forward, um, she actually showed up at Baychella <laughs> and uh, she performed her album. Her songs from her album and she revealed to us that she was in fact pregnant on an episode of Saturday Saturday Night Live. Um, when she got to um, perform there and she released her album as well. So she released her album, I believe, uh, in April. And since then, the album named uh, Invasion of Privacy has been nominated for multiple awards. Some to note, um, 2018 BET Hip Hop Awards Album of the Year, 2018 People's Choice Album of the Year, uh, 2019 Grammy, she's nominated for multiple Grammys, Album of the Year being one of them, which is one of the most coveted awards that you could be nominated for. It's just nominated. Even if you don't win, to be nominated <laughs> for Album of the Year is something to be proud of. I'm proud of you, Cardi, man. Best rap album as well. She de- she debuted number one, first off, and she was certified gold the day of release, how people figure she got to that number. Y'all didn't give Drake all that static, so shut the fuck <laughs> he also released a pretty good album this year I don't know I haven't listened to to Drake like all the way through since um since uh if you're reading this I think I think that was the last one but anyways back to Cardi <laughs> like I said y'all didn't question any of his accolades when they were released day of his release or whatever anyways as of right now, she's been certified double platinum as of October 2nd, 2018. All tracks on the album have been certified gold or higher. And ever since then, she's had collaborations. The one with Bruno Mars is the one that really kind of like brought her to the top of her game. Right before um, Invasion of Privacy was released, she did have Finesse um, that was released before the album. That kind of put her back on the map because those other singles that followed Bodak Yellow wasn't really getting her what she needed to be, but when she released Finesse with Bruno Mars, put it back up there. And that was, I think that was the thing that put her, that she could be crossover and that she could be fun and that she could be versatile as far as how she rapped. And um, I think that that was the biggest move for her outside of just releasing Bodak Yellow in general was getting on track with Bruno Mars, all right? And then she's collaborated with Maroon 5 since then, Rita Ora, and City Girl. So I just want to say, for the end of the year, um, underdog of the year, uh, Cardi B, of course. Just, I'm proud of you. I'm happy to see where you're going. I don't know what you're doing for Offset. We didn't see you on the back of the sketch, uh, the jet ski. I know you said you just had to go get you some. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> don't know what that means, though. So I'm hoping that it all gets worked out in 2019 as far as her personal side. But I, I don't have any questions about her business side. I feel like she'll continue to release things via Fashion Nova. Uh, she'll be blessed in that area. She'll be blessed with more music. Um, 
more collaborations with different people and she'll continue to be her damn self which is the thing that everybody loves her for everybody loves cardi b because cardi b is cardi b another thing that happened is she released that money video okay the money video is ugh, the piano scene bitch like really you're just gonna give us ass and you're gonna give us a little bit of like musicality and shit too like i'm over it like she was beautiful She's beautiful. She had strip strip club scenes. She had all of her different looks encased in glass. She's encased in glass. She's doing all these crazy stripper like things. Oh, I'm, I just I can't. My brain is exploding right now. Um, I'm just so proud of her, and I hope she continues to do great things in 2019. So moving from, those are my only two music moments. Beyonce and Cardi B. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Um, shout out um, to Migos as well. Y'all did y'all thing in 2018. I can't lie to y'all. Um, who else has some music, good music moments? These are the only two I wrote about. Like I had to take notes on. Um, I know there's people that I'm missing. These are the ones that matter to me. If you think there's some people that I miss... Go to my Facebook page, go to my IG and make sure you let me know how you feel and who are the people that inspired you in music this year. OK, um, oh, J. Cole, you know, J. Cole, I love you. Why didn't I write you about you? K.O.D. Oh, the, oh, such a beautiful, impactful album that was released around the same time as Cardi B. Great album. Just if you know me. You know, I stand for J. Cole. I'm just, I'm just riding the Cardi B rave right now. It's nothing against him. We still is married, low key. Don't tell nobody. Don't tell my husband, especially. But um, yeah, Drake's album, Scorpion, good album. Um, Travis Scott, great album. Astro World, just a few things. Like I told y'all, y'all know I'm on my internet wave right now. The internet released Hive Mind, great album. I've heard about Georgia Smith. I've heard about her. Um, just a lot of great music was, was just born and gifted to us this year. So if you haven't found your favorite artists yet, then you should have been listening to music this year. Cause we got a lot of great shit this year. Anyways, moving on to movies or one movie that I want to talk about specifically is Black Panther starring Chadwick Boseman, Michael B. Jordan, and Lupita Nyong'o. It was released February of this year and was the ninth highest grossing film of all time. With over 1.35 billion worldwide, breaking numerous box office records, including the highest grossing film by a black director, okay, and becoming 2018's highest grossing film in the US and Canada and the second highest grossing film worldwide. We did big things with Black Panther, great movie, great effects. It was, it was just as a black woman watching. Black Panther and then this entire fictional world of black people being hidden off, getting it in, being at the top of the top for technology and having the most beautiful women. But they're also these these warriors. And it it was just um, a very impactful film. So I'm looking forward to the follow ons. Shout out to Stan Lee again for just your vision. Um for that you know I know it took Ryan Coogler to actually that was his vision but you know it's based off of Black Panther the actual comic book so I was just it, it was good for me like it was a feel-good movie 
Um, <laughs> and I, I was glad to be able to experience that. I know that Chadwick is so fucking tired of going to everybody's movie premieres and putting up that damn Wakanda forever sign. But we appreciate you for sticking to it. <laughs> so as of right now, we hear that a sequel is in development with Coogler returning to write and direct. So we are looking forward to that. Um, I know if you guys watched the Avengers and saw how uh, Thanos swooped up all these niggas. <laughs> we, we don't know what the fuck's going on, really, but... <laughs> We had some good Marvel films this year. I'm not even a Marvel film fanatic. I did get to go see um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with my son and my nieces and nephew. And um, did he need to come? No, he didn't go. But my my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, my husband got to see that. That was a really good film as well, if you haven't listened to that. They, they found a way to really mesh cartoon and Miles Morales, who's this this black and Hispanic boy that figures out y'all gotta go watch that was a good movie I said I wasn't going to talk about one but that was a good end of the year movie that I got to watch um Miles Morales this awkward goofy kid discovers that he is a part of this whole Spider-Man family and uh, you gotta see it I don't want to ruin it but if you want to take if you want to go with your own grown-ass self go see that movie if you got some kids definitely go take to um take them as well because it's a lot of of course the cartoons they have their little inner storylines and the things that they want to tug on your heartstrings about so i definitely want to promote that movie if you haven't seen it go see it um one of the trends a few of the trends that we saw this year i'm gonna talk lightly about two of them that i thought were big the shiggy challenge okay so one of the biggest songs of the year um, I'm not going to argue with about, uh, argue with you about it is, um, in my feelings by Drake. And I feel like one of the reasons why in my feelings was such an impactful song is because, uh, Shiggy, um, personality from Instagram went on there. He did a little song. He usually does like little dances and clips and skits and stuff like that. And he did one of him just bopping and, and riding out to in my feelings. And at this point I feel like I had listen to um scorpion maybe two or three times that song was a good song but it didn't hit me like it hit me when i saw shiggy dance to it <laughs> so it went from him dancing to uh odell beckham dancing to it to the cast of this is us dancing to it to kiki uh palmer dancing to it to Everybody became this widespread trend and that everybody had it. You had regular ass people pulling out of their car on the expressway and just, you know, how crazy people, they take it, you know, you give them an inch and you motherfuckers take a mile on the trends just to make sure that their vo- videos on the explore page, damn it. Like, I don't know, but it was, it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> and I think that at least a million of the streams, <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to lie to you, a million of the streams from in my feelings had to be for me. I just, I enjoy it. My uh, youngest son, it's definitely one of his favorite songs. Um, anytime I turn it on, it's like, Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? He starts, he puts his one arm up and he just sways side to side. He, he loves it. But shout out to Shiggy because I think that is the impactfulness of how you could turn something into a thing on social media. Like Shiggy, I think we knew that being an influencer could be a thing. Um, but until that happened, um, to where Drake 
was somebody who profited off of somebody, some regular ass nigga on Instagram doing a dance to a song. That's when I knew you have a place <laughs> where you can make an impact, a very small place in this. You know, it's it's just crazy to me. I don't know. I just I thought that um, watching that unfold was was hilarious to me and, and adorable. And shout out to Shiggy. I think he's like an adorable New York nigga. Right. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so I was reminded how long this year was because somebody I asked a few people, OK, so what's some impactful moments of the year? What were some crazy things that happened over the year? And somebody had said, oh, Tide Pods. And I was like, nigga, that was this year. This that was this year. And I was like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, holy shit, white kids really was eating Tide Pods this year. <laughs> I hope y'all learn better. Like they really had to go put like some extra shit on the 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 holders for Tide Pods because y'all's kids in suburban America was going out here really eating these things and posting the videos up on fucking social media like idiots. Oh my God, stop. Like, but that. That alone just let me know how long this this year has been. Like I was like, oh yeah, Tide Pods really were being eaten this year <laughs> by the Caucasian Americans. Because <laughs> I don't think was we was we doing it. If we was, somebody proved me wrong. Tag me in the video. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to believe that. I think we like. Um, I think we like edible food over here. You probably. I think I've seen us light ourselves on fire a few times, but I don't think we eaten. Tie pods. I tell you, I don't, I don't know. I just don't, I don't want to get with that. Anyways, moving from trends, we're going to get into a few beefs very shortly. Um, Drake, Pusha T, story of added down one of the fiercest, craziest diss records of the year. <laughs> I don't even know where I would put that on the actual list of, of beefs just in general, but, um, I don't know. I just felt like when Pusha T said tick, 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 I was just like my heart, my heart, my heart. And he was talking about 40. Um, I don't know what they was going through. I know it was some inner workings between Kanye West probably being a snake and giving information. And Drake then told this nigga about him having a kid. And Kanye West then told Pusha T. Pusha T put in a story of Adidon. And then it got crazy. It got wild. Now these niggas is pressed. I just want to hear the music, y'all. Um, if y'all gonna keep releasing this records, just keep on making sure I get the notification on SoundCloud and, uh, I'm gonna listen to it. Um, but I just want overall, I just want <laughs> the madness to stop. Y'all got real crazy and petty this year, but shout out to Pusha T as well for releasing Daytona. Also another great album. Next beef, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. I've have literally an entire episode of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, um, so check out that one. That one is called Chung Lee, the street fighter. <laughs> that episode, <laughs> we are glad that Cardi B and Nicki Minaj are not taking that beef until 2019. And if they are, I want you guys to reconsider. I don't want to hear any more nonsense between you guys. I think Nicki Minaj, um, has found her, um, her love. Okay. And, uh, I think she's going to sit her fat ass down. I mean that in the best way. In 2019. And just reflect. Reflect on this year, girl. I I really didn't want to. 
y'all be pushing me to talk about Nicki Minaj and I don't want to. I just want her to do great things. I want her to push forward and stop with the, the craziness. I just want Bill. I, 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 I want her to stop supporting um, people. Um, I, I just, I feel like she has a niche for like supporting people who be really out here with the sexual, like rapey vibes, pedophilia. Like, oh, I don't want her to do that anymore. I want her to sit in a corner somewhere and, and get a nice dude. Um, I want to say from church, but they'd be suspect too, but I just want to, you know, sit down and get you a nice dude, you know, um, I heard she's going to be in Angry Birds, um, the movie. I thought that was appropriate. (laughs) All right. So the last two beefs that I want to talk about is, uh, Tanashe 69. Yes, I know his name is Takashi, whatever. I don't respect that man. He ain't getting getting no respect for me. Takashi 69 and all common sensory skills. Like the nigga was just really out here making trouble for himself in 2018. It didn't um, humble himself. Now I get it. You know, some people, you know, they don't want to be humbled because, you know, you're going to get this, you're going to get my light, right? You're going to get my light. You're going to see me shine at your light. But Takashi was just doing it in just the most arrogant, um, you, in a way where niggas don't want to see you win. And he attracted all the worst fucking type of energy that he could in his life. And essentially ended up having somebody in his own circle, Turn around and stab him in the back. Now look at you. Look at you. Gissing up in jail with fucking rainbow hair. What a fucking bad scenario. <laughs> what a horrible way to be in. Um, especially the holiday seasons. You know. I mean, you've got to be somebody's bitch at this point. Um, but uh, we're going to pray for Takashi. <laughs> or not. <laughs> we're going to let the justice system do what it damn does. Okay. Um last thing um is Kanye West and us like he's been messing with us all year definitely been trolling us don't know why I thought we was cool (sighs) why I just don't understand I still don't understand the slavery was a choice question I don't understand him hanging out at TMZ headquarters I don't understand his Twitter rants he's getting very Donald-esque to me um but they're Gemini's uh we have to remember that we have to remember that they're Gemini's and Gemini's is crazy Uh, even though I told y'all before I think that I have several friends who are Gemini's best friends that are Gemini's so they you know they got their ways but for the most part we're talking about Kanye West and the Don they're crazy and I don't understand why he chose to to assault us with his words this year and it looks like he has no like he's not stopping. Like he's on Twitter right now talking about Drake and why is he following Kim Kardashian? When I would think, you know, his wife was so heavily involved and she didn't, she didn't pull it back a lot. It was so heavily involved in social media and her image and all that that she, she should have known that Drake was following her. Why, why isn't Kanye West talking to Kim Kardashian about um, who who's following her or whatever? You know what I'm saying? Like. So what? Like, and he's so upset that, um, that this has occurred that, um, you know, right before I got on here to record, I guess that he's not following Kim Kardashian anymore. He's not following Kiki. (laughs) A rumor, a rumor. It was a rumor. I don't know. 
I don't know what's real. What's real? What's fake these days? The last thing I want to talk about, I didn't want to end on a heavy note, but I just want to say shout out to every woman that came out this year and spoke their truth uh, when it comes to sexual assault, sexual harassment. I'm referring to the Me Too movement. And um, I want to say ending the show off in the right way is don't let anybody take away your voice. I'm learning that myself Um, in any sort of arena. Don't let anybody snatch your voice. So if we're talking about the Me Too movement, a lot of people, um, a lot of the criticism that I saw um, from people is being upset that women chose to speak their truth later in life instead of when it actually happened. And I have a circle of women around me uh, that still that that feel confident enough to talk amongst our circle about things that happened to them in their childhood and uh, their uh, adolescent things that happened to them, but they wouldn't dare tell anybody else. And the assumption is, is because um, they will be judged heavily. Why didn't they say anything when it happened? Uh, why didn't they do anything? Why didn't they go after the person who touched them or made them feel bad? And it's because of the public perception of uh, protecting the person who does those things. And uh, so when it comes down to the Me Too movement, we saw a lot of different people and their bullshit come to light. Number one being Bill Cosby. A lot of people still don't know how to fucking differentiate him and um, goddamn Cliff, Hux- Cliff Huxtable. Um, Harvey Weinstein, white guy, will never see, he'll never go to jail for it. And that was the biggest thing why a lot of people are so mad about Bill Cosby is because they wanted Harvey to see the same thing. But at the same time, they're putting, um, they're like almost categorizing or, I don't know, making one sexual assault more important than the other. And sexual assault is sexual assault. And I want to see all these motherfuckers go to jail. I don't care if they're white or if they're black or they're Hispanic or they're purple. If you assault or if you violate somebody, you deserve your fucking cell in in, in the penitentiary. <laughs> like, you need to go. And I hope that um, R. Kelly, they have, um, there's a Lifetime series that's on right now. And I haven't watched it yet. Um, and it's pretty much all uh, all of, or at least seven <laughs> of R. Kelly's victims talking about all the things that happened to them while they were with R. Kelly. And uh, some, a lot of the comment sections, like I said, I don't, I don't really care for comment sections, but a lot of them are talking about, why are they talking about it right now? Are they saying nothing while I was with them right now? You don't understand how hard it is to, um, be the bad guy, to make somebody who has loved the community, uh, a well-known person, uh, known as their community and turned them into a monster. Like it is hard to do that. Uh, and to be the one who does it, um, because some people don't give a shit if a person is right or wrong. They just care about what you did to them, what you did to the person that they loved. And, and that happens in a lot of family elements too. And that's the reason why a lot of kids harbor all these feelings and secrets for years and years is because they felt like they would never be believed no matter what because uh, the person that did something bad to them and the family is so loved and cherished and that they wouldn't be believed so shout out to all the women and men 
who came up front during the Me Too movement to express the things that had happened to them. Other people that have been accused, uh, Kevin Spacey, going through. He gave me creepy vibes in American Beauty. So I, I just felt like, who who are all these people that gave me creepy vibes growing up? Bill Cosby kind of did too, but he was grandpa enough where it didn't like... I was like, oh, maybe he's just creepy because he's a grandpa. Like like those, um, I know, I don't want to wear any of y'all out, but those, some of the episodes that he had um, kids on his lap, I don't know. Like, sending random kids on your lap, something about that, just, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm weird. Uh, I don't care. R. Kelly, I never could listen to R. I told y'all last episode or, or episode or two ago, as a kid listening to R. Kelly, I was, uh, I felt gross. I felt nasty. I felt like I was not supposed to be listening to like anything pertaining to 12 play. I felt like 12 play equated like the Spice Channel. And it was way more visual because at least (laughs) if you're watching, if you're watching, I'm putting bunny ears or listening to the Spice Channel. Um, uh, it's just sounds, it's sex sounds. Um, and then there's like the static, you can't see anything. Um, but when you listen to like how graphic R. Kelly was with his lyricism and stuff like that, ooh, I just felt like I wasn't supposed to be listening to it. And then we had um, Brett Kavanaugh. Um, we had that incident. We had her. She come came up front years and years, and um, uh, unfortunately, you know, he was still found fit. Um, to serve in his position. And so uh, 2018 to me has shined a really big fat ass good light on um, sexual assault and sexual harassment. And do we think that maybe that some shit is uh, a false allegation? Sure. But if you look at the percentages and statistics on actual false allegations of these people, uh, it's very, it's far and few in between. Like you're not going to see a lot of actual false allegations now whatever you define as actual assault and harassment whatever you're gonna have to look at the 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 textbook definition and if it if you have any questions against that then you need to make sure you're fixing yourself to make sure you don't cross any of those lines like we have training every year about sexual assault and uh the question always comes up about marriage and the question always comes up about consent and is there a certain thing as uh, silent consent? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. You have to, especially, um, I hate to put it as like men, you need to protect yourself. Um, because like I said, the false allegation numbers aren't as high like that for you to feel like you need to protect yourself. But if you do, you need to make sure you're asking a fucking clear cut question of, consent a yes or no question do you want to have sex is there something stupid or square about that I don't believe so I think it's just making sure that you know that you and your partner intend on having sexual relationships with each other it's not hard it should actually maybe set a mood or something like that because you guys have a clear intention of what was about to go down like I don't understand it um and just groping on people and shit, that shit has never been the move. Like, you're going to get these words. You're going to get this HR complaint. You're going to get you're gonna get all this shit. You can't just put your hands on me. It's crazy. I was just talking to my husband the other day about a moment that I had in the club. I think I want to talk about this specifically in one episode one time. Um, that I got, I got pent up in a car because a man wanted to get my number. And I wouldn't give it to him. 
and he had been touching on me and like all sorts of stuff. It's just crazy. Ask any woman who's gone to the club how many times they've been like touched without their permission. The Me Too movement means a lot. It's it's very valid. And um, does it mean we're too sensitive? <sighs> Niggas thinking everything is fucking sensitive. Maybe people are actually speaking up for themselves and, and not putting up with certain things anymore. I think that's what it is. It's, it's not dealing with the norm or normalcy and what people are supposed to feel. Um, I, I think we just need to get over calling people sensitive. Whatever you feel is your feelings. Go ahead and feel those. So shout out to women, shout out to men who came out this year and spoke their truth when it came to all things concerning the Me Too movement. Y'all the real MVPs. And I wish y'all all the love and the light in 2019 going forward. <sighs> all right. So I have hold myself up in a room by myself. Uh, my husband is currently probably losing his mind. because He's got all three kids right now I'm trying to figure life out. It's okay. I do it. He's going to do it. Um, but my family has just come over. It's New Year's. They're probably getting ready for New Year's festivities probably play a little bit of heads up some games some stuff reflect laugh have a great time with each other smile look at the kids this time next year they'll be a little bit older um some of them be talking a little bit better it's crazy right what 365 days can do how much you can gain how much you can learn about yourself the loss that you might uh encounter um, the growth that you may see, um, just embrace it all. I'm looking forward to it. Whatever comes my way in 2019, I'm up for it. Send it on. Give it to me. Give me what you got for a poke chop 2019. I feel like I can chicken head my way through 2019 with grace, uh, with elegance, hopefully getting this money. Um, hopefully loving and getting loved and just um, open myself up to new things, open myself up to travel, letting go of anxiety, pursuing therapy, um, ensuring that I'm the best mom that I can be, ensuring I'm the best person and friend that I can be. These are things that I want to do every day of my life, but since we're on that theme of resolutions and goals and onsets for 2019, I figure I'll let y'all know um, a little things that I'm, I'm looking forward to. So that being said, y'all, I wish you a happy new year. And uh, I hope you guys just accomplished all the things that you're thinking about today. All right. And that being said, so there's that. We're going to see you in the year 2019. <laughs> Happy New Year!